Hello and welcome to the Life Church Audio Podcast. We hope that you find these messages encouraging, life-giving, and ultimately get you closer to Jesus. Enjoy the message. I am so honored and privileged to be able to just bring this this morning because this is the Word of God, and although I'm holding up an iPad, um, it's still the Word of God. It's His words. We have the app. The Bible apps and we write things down it's all good it's all good but if you have a Bible with you this morning you can pull it out I don't know if anyone carries any Bibles with them anymore if not let's start doing it let's start doing it but if you don't you can pull out your phone you can take notes because that's what we got to do uh, we got a lot of stuff to talk about this morning but we are gonna do the last week of anchor verses today and it's been an awesome series has this series been blessing you has it been great it's been awesome for us, and uh, Jay did an awesome, amazing, I'm going to say awesome one more time, and uh, Jay did such an amazing job last week of explaining Jeremiah 29, 11, and what a verse that is, and uh, I really, I kind of wish Jay started the series with his um, analogy on what anchor verses really are, and with his, um, the anchor, the rope, and the boat. Do you remember that? The anchor, the rope, and the boat, and that the anchor is nothing without the rope, and the rope and the anchor has to be attached to the boat. <sighs> That's a lot to say. It's almost like, the anchor, the rope, and the boat. All right, we can kind of do that in church. Beatboxing is allowed. It's part of worship. We pour it out, Lord. We pour it out on you. But today, we're going to look at another verse, and it's found in the book of Ephesians. And this one is now, do you remember I talked about that a top 100 most searched verses online? Um, today's verse is only number 63 only. It's number 63 on that list. All right. So it's down there. It's, it's still in there. It's awesome. It's amazing. The whole Bible should be in there. But this one is number 63. If you go to BibleGateway.com and you search for the top 100 most searched verses. Today, today's verse is number 63. And that's found in the book of Ephesians. And we're going to do Ephesians 3, 20 and 21. We're kind of going to do two uh, two scriptures today but before we start there we are going to read from verse 14 all the way to 21 you good with that it's going to be on the screen if you don't have a bible with you and let's read together ephesians 3 verse 14 to 21 it says for this reason i bow my knees before the father from whom every family member in heaven and on earth is named that according to the riches of his glory, he may grant you to be strengthened with power through his spirit and your inner being. So that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. That you, being rooted and grounded in love, may have strength to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and the length and the height of the depth. And to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge. That you may be filled all with the fullness of God. And then here we go, verse 20. Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all we ask or think, according to the power at work with, within us, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. Man, that's so good. Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all that we ask, all that we ask 
And that word ask is the, is the word ateo, which means to bring a petition, meaning that you would have thought of something already, the word ateo, to ask and to think, and that's your understanding, everything that you understand. So more than what you can write down or imagine or understand even, God is going to blow your mind because he just goes above and beyond in all of that. Because it's all according to the power at work within us. Let's pray together. God, thank you so much that we get to gather. Thank you so much that you're with us today. And that we get to talk about your word. Learn from your word. And ultimately just hear from you. Because you are right here with us. And uh, we love you. We love you so much. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. Now. I love the, uh, we're going to put the amplified version on the screen as well. This one is awesome. I'm going to read Ephesians 3.20, but this is now the amplified version. It says this. Now to him who is able to carry out his purposes and do super abundantly more than all we dare ask or think. Infinitely beyond our greatest prayers, our hopes or dreams, according to his power that is at work within us. I did not know that super abundantly was a word, and I thought it sounded like a word that I would make up with my ESL. But I love that word, super abundantly. Turn to your neighbor, say super abundantly, because it's awesome. It's awesome. So as we look at the book of Ephesians today, um, there's three things that I would like for us to achieve today. And that this is coming to the understanding that we should be praying bigger. All right? We got to pray bigger. I want us to worship deeper, and that will let us ultimately to a life that is lived stronger. So today, if you take away anything, it's this. Pray bigger. Because to him who is able to do far more abundantly than what we ask or think or imagine or hope or dream or pray for. He's the God, the super abundant God. That's so great. Robert Murray McShane, he's a, he's a Scottish minister. He said this once. He said, God will either give you what you ask for or he'll give you something far better. I like that. I like that. I just think of my, my, my move from South Africa to Canada uh, about 10 years ago when I made the move. I was praying that, man, I don't know what I'm going to do here. I don't know what this is going to be like. I have no clue what I'm going to do. So, God, would you just help me and be with me? Help me love the people. And um, 10 years later, I have a wife, I have a boy, and another kid on the way. And God just takes whatever we ask, and he just gives you so much more. I did not even ask for that. I did not even think about that. But God went above and beyond, and he blessed me in that. So as we look at the book of Ephesians today, there's a couple things that we uh, have to understand. We're just going to take that scripture apart today. One scripture, two scriptures. We're going to take it apart and just learn from the word. But a little bit of the backstory on the book of Ephesians. Are we familiar with the book of Ephesians? It's one of the books in the Bible. It's a letter from Paul to, uh, to the Ephesians. And the theme of this book, if you don't know, it's all about building the body of Christ. It's basically, what does it mean to live a Christian life? 
This is what the book of Ephesians is about. It's one of the key themes in it. So if you've ever wondered what it's like to live a Christian life, read the book of Ephesians. Because chapters 1 to 3 is all about doctrine and teaching. Basically, it's what to believe. The first half of Ephesians. And then 4 to 6 is uh, how to behave as a Christian with what you believe. It's all about ethics and practices. So if you want to learn more about the life of a Christian, what to believe, and how to behave and live as a Christian, read the book of Ephesians. It's awesome. But Paul is writing and he's saying, Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all that we ask or think according to the power at work within us. If you read this letter, you'll see that Paul has an urgency. Paul is writing this with an urgency and he's basically putting exclamation points after every word. He might as well have done that because this is how urgent it is to get the message out there of what it's like to live a life with Christ. Paul is a great example in this and it's a great example for us on how to pray bigger and why we should pray bigger, worship deeper and live stronger. So to start off this morning, we're just going to look at that first little bit. Let's get that verse on the screen. Now to him who is able, Ephesians 3.20. Now to him who is able, turn to your neighbor, say, now to him who is able. Everyone awake, you got your coffee? Uh, apparently wasn't strong enough this morning. All right, to him who is able. What that says is this. Now to the one who has all the power. Now to the one who has unlimited power. Now to the one who is not only able, but he's also willing to do the above and beyond. To operate in a way of super abundance. You see, God has all the power. God is so big that we, we really don't understand how powerful he is. But we can do our best and lean into it. But when you start living a life with him, with Jesus, you start to experience the power of God. But Martin Luther said this once. He said, your thoughts are on God are way too human. <laughs> I think he was right. How often do we just think about God with our own understanding? I mean, that's basically all we can do. That's why we need the Holy Spirit. This is why we need the Spirit of God living inside of us so that we can start to understand from our spirits how big He is and how strong He is and how powerful He is. And then start living it out and start experiencing it in our own lives, in our everyday walk. Is that good? Anyone want that? Anyone want to understand and have the power of God within us to just be at work all the time? I do. He's such a good God. He's such a big God. He's such a powerful God. He's such an awesome God. Our God is an awesome God. Yes. What a song. <laughs> we haven't sang that one in a long time. This is good. Uh, let's page to Isaiah 59 verse 1. It says this, that surely the arm of the Lord is not too short to save, nor his ear too dull to hear. This is our God. Jeremiah 32, 17 says this. Oh, Lord God, it, it is you who have made the heavens and the earth by your great power and by your outstretched arms. Nothing is too hard for you. Listen, if that's in the Bible, 
I want to believe it. Nothing is too hard for God. God is our creator. He's the creator of everything. I've been watching a lot of astronomer um, videos on YouTube. I love watching YouTube videos. And so now they're just there all the time. You know how the algorithm works, right? You watch something once and now you're stuck for the next month on it. But I love it. And so you get guys like Brian Cox and all these like astronomers and they're just talking in all this kind of like language thing that I don't really understand, all these big words. And it blows my mind every time I hear them talk because I see it through the lens of that's my creator that made that. And we don't even understand. But there's so much knowledge that we do have and that we have found in all the information that we have on the galaxies, the universes. It's awesome. It's fantastic. And you got to look into that because when you look up to the sky at night and you see the stars, you start to see how big our God is. He's even bigger. He's even bigger and better. And so as I'm listening to these videos and watching it, because I love stars, I'm fascinated by them. I just can't help but think that we are so small. He is so big, but still, he's so interested in me. Why? I don't know. But what I do know is because he made us and he loves us. And that's why he's so interested in us. So God is powerful. God is big. God is able to do immeasurably more than what we think or imagine. God always goes above and beyond. That's part of his character. And this is why you probably noticed that we started using this term in the church, above and beyond. This is part of God's character. I want to live like that. I want to go above and beyond with everything I do. In the way I love my family, in the way we lead this church as a team, in the way that I can love my neighbor, in the way that I can do everything I do. I want to do it in a way that's above and beyond. I really want to be known as someone who goes above and beyond. It's not because I want to match who God is, but it's because I want to step into this image that he's created me in. And this is the character, the image of above and beyond. So each and every single one of us have the ability, when you're in Christ, when you live a life with Jesus, you've said, yes, Lord, I want you in my life. I confess that you are my savior, my king. You have the ability to live above and beyond. So my question to you today is, have you been praying too small? Have you been praying too little? And I'm not talking about empty prayers that's so big and silly. I'm just saying, have you been praying too small and not actually believing what you're praying for? Our God is so good. He's the God of super abundance. He goes above and beyond, but still we limit our God. Now for you to pray bigger, pray bigger, stop praying small and pray bigger, you don't need fancy words. You don't need prayer marathons. You don't have to get up at 3 a.m. every single morning and pray till 8 in order to pray a big prayer. All you got to do is just pray according to His will. Because His will is so big. It will catch you off guard most of the times. Our God is big and He is good. So pray. 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 Pray more. Pray bigger. 
pray harder. Like, look up bigger words to pray, but just know that everything that you pray, God is so much more than that. He will always be. So, when it says that we should just trust in Him and sometimes, you know, just let the Spirit pray on our behalf, that goes beyond our comprehension. To let the Spirit pray on our behalf. Pray in the Spirit because we don't understand everything and language can't quite contain everything God can do. So let's not pray too small. Let's start to pray bigger. God can do so much more than what we ever will understand. And He can do that right now. So that's the first part of that verse. He who is able to. He who is able and willing. He who is so powerful to do anything. Amen. You still good? Everyone awake and good? All right. Let's move to the second part of this. You see, we're, we're like blasting through this. We're going to be out of here before 3 o'clock. So the second part, let's look at this. Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all that we ask or think. I love this because this is being pointed out all throughout the Bible. You look at Abraham. Abraham prayed. What did he want? What did Abraham want? What was his prayer? He wanted a son. What did God give him? What's the promise that God gave him? That you will have descendants as many as the stars. He prayed for a son. And God goes above and beyond and says, uh-uh, I got this. This is what's going to happen. See, Joseph, he prayed for bread to eat and clothes to wear. But later on in Joseph's life, he had abundance. He was wealthy. He had so much. He had herds and herds of livestock, and he had huge wealth. When the sick came to Jesus, we read this all throughout the New Testament, when the sick came to Jesus asking for healing, what happened? Jesus did not only heal them, but he also said, you are forgiven. They came for healing, but Jesus gave them healing and forgiveness he always goes above and beyond the thief on the cross he asked jesus to just remember him that's all what did jesus say he said not only will i remember you but you will also see paradise above and beyond this is how our god works and there's so much more in the bible of this of we ask something and god pours out more and we don't ask to just get but we ask because we believe and obey Him. But God will always exceed our own expectations. You look at the prodigal son. This is not God being above and beyond. But this is the character of God in a person, in a father. Someone who's, who's with God. When you look at the prodigal son, the son came back asking, saying to the father that I'm not even worthy of being your servant. I mean, that's, that's a low place to be. And what did his father do? He gave him a robe and a ring and a party, a feast. And they had a great time. He lifted him up. He went far beyond, above and beyond. Because he had the character of God. This is the way that God works. We see that God is the God of the abundance. So the question is, again, like I said earlier, if he is the God of abundance... Why do we limit our prayers? You see, oftentimes our prayers are limited by our own needs, our desires. And we can only pray what we desire. We can only pray what we need. 
and we can only pray what we comprehend. If you want to pray bigger, if you want to believe for more, pray bigger, start praying for other people's needs, not just your own. Start praying for other people's desires and not just your own. Start letting the Spirit pray for you and on behalf of you. Start praying in the Spirit because you got to go beyond your comprehension of what you understand. Let that happen. This is how you can pray bigger. Everyone say, pray bigger. I want to ask God for more. I want to ask God for the bigger. Personally, this is what I want to do. Um, I believe that God has called us and we're seeing a new move of his hand on this church. I believe that God has called us to reach more people than what we have. I believe that God has called us to have a bigger impact in our community. And so this is why I personally want to pray bigger. Because I know if I pray big, just imagine what he's going to do if he answers that. And so I'm going to go all out, church. I don't know. It's uncomfortable. Sometimes it's uncomfortable. If your dreams and prayers don't scare you, they're not big enough. And I'm telling you, I'm getting to a place where I'm starting to pray bigger and bigger and bigger because I want to see more people reached. I need to see more people live a life with Jesus. Why? Because I know what it's like. It's awesome. It's amazing. And if someone doesn't have Jesus, I believe they don't have full life because he is the way, the truth and the life and so yes I want to reach more people I don't want to have a small church I think the church should be the biggest gathering in the world not just ours but his church and I believe that our church will grow because we want to reach more people yes we want campuses we want to reach out all over imagine this all over our city having churches that's healthy that loves God and preaches the gospel imagine that and we get to be a part of that It'll be awesome. People need Jesus outside of these four walls. And this is why we got to pray bigger. Start praying not only for your needs. Start praying for your neighbor's needs and their desires. But it's going to start with them. That will only come to fruition when they start to live a life with God. Amen. This is good. This is good. There's uh, There's a South African writer. I'm South African, this is why I bring it up. There's a South African writer, Andrew Murray, from the 1800s. He wrote this, and I'm going to read this for you. He said, Beware in your prayers, above everything else, of limiting God, not only by unbelief, but by fancying that you know what He can do. Expect unexpected things, above all that we ask or think. Each time before you intercede, be quiet. And first, Worship God in His glory. Think of what He can do and how He delights to hear the prayers of His redeemed people. Think of your place and privilege in Christ and expect great things. Man, what a word. If we were to wake up every single day and expect great things, what a life this would be. Like our community will change. If the church were the ones, if we were the ones to stand up and start praying so big that it scares us, this community will change. The love of God will pour out on this place. We got to pray the unexpected things, the good things. Our God is good. And so all, all that he does is pour out goodness. Expect 
great things. I love the series that Andreas did earlier this year um, with a greater impact. How are we going to have a greater impact? They set the foundation for this church to grow and move forward like never before. How can we have a greater impact? We start praying bigger. Pray bigger prayers. So this means if you need healing, if you need breakthrough, if you're wanting a family member to be saved, if you're praying for a family member, don't stop praying. Pray bigger. Start praying on behalf of them. Start praying for their needs and desires. Because you know what will happen? I know I'm doing this, praying for family members. I know that God will not only save them when he does, because it will happen. He's going to use them to show others the saving power of God. This is God. I know that he will go above and beyond. So instead of me just praying for family to get saved and friends to get saved, why don't we start praying bigger? Because when God shows up and he just answers what you pray, can you just imagine if you already had a massive prayer, if you were already praying big prayers for those things? Expect complete healing. Expect a huge breakthrough because we can. This is the God we serve. Pray bigger, worship deeper, and live stronger. This is the way that we got to do, we got to be, church, because this is the character of God that we are living in. We are created in God's image, and so we can go above and beyond. So why not go above and beyond in your prayers? Why don't you take it up a little bit? Take it up a notch. Go to the extra level. I'm not saying it's got to be weird or anything, but you got to pray with more intent. You got to pray more intensely. We got to do it as a church for, for us to fill all these seats here. Let's start praying for the people's needs and desires around us. Let's take the courage and the boldness to invite people to church. Because they need to hear the salvation that Jesus brought. They need to hear about the power of God. They need to know and hear that there is a God who will go above and beyond for them, for each and every single person. And as I wrap up with our last little bit here today, I told you this is going to be great. This is going to be fast. We're going to be out of here before three. We look at now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than what we can ask or think. And now the last bit of that scripture it's according to the power at work within us. See that power? That's the work, the finished work of Jesus Christ in us. That power is in you. If you received, if you've already said yes to Jesus, that power is in you. So know that the above and beyond is there. It's ready. It's ready to be poured out on your life. And I'm not talking about this prosperity thing where you get to have everything that's good big and shiny i'm talking about a full life that's full of god's blessing that's full of god's hand on your life and if that's part of your life awesome if that's what god wants for your life awesome but we gotta align with what the will of god is and for us to live a big rich full life it means that we live all out for jesus we live all out for him and that everything we do is because of him. So according to the power at work within us.
I love this because this has got nothing to do actually with us. This is all about Him and His power. When we page to Ephesians 2 verse 8 and 9, it says this, For by grace you've been saved through faith. And this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. You see, if this was something that's about us, if this was our power that can do these things, we would just go about our day boasting left and right, and we would become the king people will look up to. That's the last thing we want. We got to lead people into looking at the king, King Jesus, our savior, our one and only true God the way, the truth, and the life. God is not going above and beyond because of what you do in your life. God is going above and beyond because that's just what He does. That's just the way He works. Now God is working in you and through you. We've said this and you know that this is the, the language and the terms, and the things that we say and believe here at church is that God is working in you for the sake of working through you. So how do we pray bigger? We let God work through us. We let Him work in us, but for the sake of working through us. We pray not only for our own needs and our own desires, we start praying for others' needs. You go to people and you're actually bold in asking, hey, can I pray with you? Can I pray with you? Is it okay if I pray with you? And then, Next step, is it okay if I lay my hands on you? Because the Bible says we got to lay our hands on people. If the sick come to you, if your family members need you, if your friends need you, if people that you don't know out on the street need you, have the boldness, have the faith in stepping out and saying, I want to pray with you. And this is you stepping up saying that I will pray bigger. This is what it looks like. You see, it's not fancy words. It's not that long prayer. You don't have to pray for 20 hours a day. It'd be awesome, but you don't have to. That's not what it means to pray bigger. It's just not about you. It's not about us. It's all about Him. And church is not about you. It's about everything around you. He is here. God is here and He's moving. I believe that God is in this church and He's moving right now. So Ephesians 3.21. This is after he's saying, according to the power at work within us. Now to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. This is awesome. This, this is great because this means that when we allow God to move in our church, when we have church and get together and do this, what we're doing now, and we become the church outside of these four walls. That God's glory will show up in our communities. God's glory will start to show wherever we go. And what is God's glory? It's just that like it's His presence coming to life in our lives. It's the manifested presence of God around us. It's the glory of Him. And it's all because of Him. So church... Let's pray bigger. Are you up for that challenge? This is easy, y'all. This is easy. Let's pray bigger because God wants to reach more people and I want to be used by Him. And if that's you as well, 
you got to start praying more into that. So today, we're about to just be done. And I, um, I'm going to ask Haley to, to give me two buckets over there. I have two buckets here. Thank you. Okay. All right. There's two buckets here. Can you see that? Can you read that? All right. Never going to happen. Going to happen bucket. Now just think. Just reflect for a moment. And think. How many of your prayers that you've prayed are actually in this bucket? You've been praying for healing, but you've come to a point where you're saying that it's just never going to happen. It's just the way that I am. Oh, it's just part of our family. Oh, it's just in the bloodline. All of us get this disease. How many of us have prayed that prayer and it's living in this bucket? Never going to happen. We got to move that to this bucket. That is going to happen. Because him who is able to do far more abundantly than what we can ask or think or imagine. So beyond your words of sometimes even speaking death in your prayers to a God of life. This is the hard truth that we got to start praying everything in this bucket. Everything should live in this bucket. You know what? And, and just to make it better, we'll put a little emoji up there. Okay. So, church, let's start moving all our prayers from this. It's never going to happen to this one. Hey, it's going to happen because this is the God that we serve, not the emoji. That's the kind of God that we serve. He's good and he will give you more. So let's pray together as a church. Let's bow our heads. Thank you so much for joining us on the Life Church audio podcast. If this message spoke to you, go ahead and share it with your friends and family. And let's get the Word of God into the lives of more people out there. For more information about us, go to thisislifechurch.com. And remember that we can make a difference by loving people.